Welcome to Mum Hacks 101. I'm Joanne. And I'm Lisa. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about how COVID-19 has changed our lives as parents. Oh goodness, so where do we start Joanne? COVID-19, our life as parents. What about like the household changes? What's happened in the, the household? Well, um, first of all, you know, I think everyone suddenly became like OCD, you know, everyone was like, you know, everything needs to be really clean. Yeah. Um, all along, my kids have always had a habit, you know, when we come home from outside, we always wash our hands, wash our feet, and we get changed out of our outside clothes. But um, when COVID happened, mm-hmm. it was come home, take out your clothes, and go and have a shower, like a head-to-toe shower. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we were really extreme. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess it's a it, it's kind of like a good habit to have, I guess. Mm. You're just wasting a lot of water, but, but it's good because they spend a lot of time playing with the water and they're having a lot of fun in there. So it's like 15 minutes down the road, you know, I get extra 15 minutes of time while they're washing up. Um, yeah, that, that, that was one thing that changed. What about you? What changed in your household? Did anything? Um, yeah, I, I think like you, like the whole hand washing, I found myself saying, wash your hands at every possible moment, which is kind of driving me mad, <laughs> as well as the kids. But um, quickly they get into this routine of the, yeah. of the washing. Like, yeah. And even my just-turned-three-year-old, so my youngest daughter, she used to come in from playing outside and be telling us, okay, we've all got to wash our hands now. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my goodness, what have I done to these <laughs> kids? They're like, they're... Becoming obsessed with their hands <laughs> being washed, but like you said, it's it's quite a nice um, thing to get into, and, yeah. and now it's just easy. They're just used to it, yeah. you know. Before we go out of the house, it's okay. Let's get our masks on, uh, shoes on, masks on. When we come in from being outside, uh, mask take off, wash masks, wash hands. So yeah, it's just part of our day to day routine. Yeah, so that's that's really good in some ways and not good in others because I don't know about you but uh-huh. it's not very comfortable wearing the masks oh. although I was quite lucky because my kids weren't too bad with the masks oh okay um, so they didn't complain yeah they didn't complain but I know some parents had great difficulty getting the masks yeah on, yeah yeah on the kids yeah some children um, really don't like having masks on yeah. um my kids are okay they were quite I don't know, they were, they were totally okay with wearing wearing the mask as well. Mm. So we didn't have any issues with that. In fact, my baby, the one-year-old, yeah. she sees all of us putting masks <laughs> when we go out. So now, as we are going out, I often forget my mask. Um, she takes the masks from the from the hook and she mm. comes to us and she passes out the masks to everyone. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> and then she tries to put it on, but it's too big for her. <laughs> yeah. And I think also, like, they've got some really amazing, like, characters, haven't they? Oh, yeah. Like, there's some disposable masks we recently got and they were, um, like, it was Supergirl or Wonder Woman. And oh, yeah, yeah. The licensed uh, characters. Superman, right? yeah. Yeah. And, and they really enjoyed yeah. uh, putting those on. So yeah. yeah, you can play around with it. Yeah, you could. Uh, oh, my my son would wear it. He would wear the mask, and then he would wear the eye mask as well. Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> he he got um a foam a a foam sheet. And he cut out two eyes, so he mm. made this himself. Oh So wow. it's a rectangular yeah. mask with two circles, <laughs> and then he got a string, like elastic string, and he he poked two holes and he tied it. Okay. And, like you know, so it's yeah. a reusable mask. <laughs> so he would go out with that, <laughs> and then um uh. A long stick, which he found. I don't know where he found it from, but <laughs> I'm a ninja. Okay, 
<laughs> whatever works for you as long as you're happy. Yeah. And that's really creative as well. Really yeah. creative of him to, to think of that. Yeah. And to do that by himself. I think during Circuit Breaker, our kids got really creative. Yeah, so I was going to say that. Like, creativity <laughs> seems to have skyrocketed since uh, COVID. I've noticed in my kids, <coughs> excuse me, they've definitely become more creative, more able to, you know, see things and make things and yeah. entertain themselves. Yeah. Um, so that, that that's a real positive, I think, out of COVID. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think... Um, I think Pre-COVID, I think our kids were given too much mm. in general. Like, you know, nowadays there's so many toys. In fact, the toys, so many of the toys these days, you don't even have to do anything. You put the toy there, it's battery operated. You press a button yeah. and it does everything for you. <laughs> and they get bored so easily. Yeah, of course, because the, the toy like, is doing everything, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, just yeah. sitting there and watching it. Mm. Yeah. So I think um, our children are so used, children of our time are so used to to being entertained or given all these things that mm. they have somewhat never had the opportunity to to build that ability to entertain themselves. Mm. Yeah. And I think COVID really helped. Yeah. I mean, there were no toy shops. Uh, we couldn't get them <laughs> new toys. We couldn't bring them to the indoor playground. Uh, we couldn't bring them out on those rides. Everything was blocked off. Mm. Even the playgrounds as well were blocked off. Mm-hmm. So, you know... I think a lot of people didn't get to go out much. I still brought my kids out, but we obviously, you know, we can't go to the playground, right? So mm. we would just go walk around, pick up stones, things like that. Yeah. And that was really fun. And I think that did help as well, mm. you know, to build that ability to create fun for themselves. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And I just found that during that period, we went back to what I call back to basics, which mm. were... Um, things that I really enjoyed when I was little, like, you know, playing with my my mum, dad and my friends, like just making things out of really simple materials. Yeah. Like, you know, one of my favourite childhood memories actually was my mum coming back from work Mm -hmm. with some boxes because she used to work in a supermarket. Mm -hmm. So she used to bring back loads of empty boxes. Yeah. And me and my brother would just spend ages, like the whole afternoon, cutting holes out of the boxes for arms and we'd climb in the box and make like a monster. We'd find some like egg cartons and cover it in egg cartons and be like spikes. Yeah. We just created so much using just the basic cardboard box. Yeah, just scissors. Yeah, just scissors. Cardboard boxes and maybe some tape. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe some like, you know, that poster paint, you know, those big bottles. Yeah. So we use that. And with my own kids, that's what we started to do. We started to get like recycled materials. Mm-hmm. For example, toilet rolls. Um, <laughs> and so did, did you hot buy those toilet rolls? Well, just for the for the inside. For, no, I wouldn't <laughs> say. I wouldn't say I was a hoarder, although I know in Singapore that was a huge problem at, at one point people like buying loads and loads of toilet rolls. I didn't do that. But what I did do was I just didn't throw the toilet rolls away. So yeah. I like collected yeah. them over a series of however many weeks. <laughs> I, I don't want to divulge that. <laughs> but uh, maybe not share that with my listeners. <laughs> but we had a good collection. And when we'd like got 10 or so, um, I found some really good YouTube videos that were were 
making animals yep. using toilet rolls. So the toilet roll was the body, mm-hmm. and then you added all these different things to create like a penguin, a tiger, a lion. Wow. And I think in one afternoon we came up with five really good animals. Wow. Yeah. You started your own zoo here. Yeah, it's like our own indoor zoo. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And the kids learn so much about these animals as well. You know, you know when they're making the bodies, mm. you know, they observe the shape of, of the animal and mm. all that as well, right? So many learning points. Yeah. Just from playing with toilet rolls. Just roll. playing with toilet rolls. Yeah. Who would, have, who would have thought it? And also, then you can kind of extend that to then tapping into their imagination. So now you've got five animals. Yeah. And essentially now you've got five characters. Of yes. a story yeah. that they can then build on. Yeah. Um, and so you can add to that story day after day. And, and that's what we ended up doing. And each of them had names. Oh. And, yeah. <laughs> then we became very attached to our toilet roll animals. <laughs> Next question. What happens when the toilet roll starts to break down? I mean, because it's made of paper, right? We had a lot of craft stuff as well. Mm. Um, we used paper plates to make dinosaurs and mm. things like jellyfish yeah. and things like that. And then the baby comes along. And was... <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had some of those moments as well. Like somebody got hold of a pair of scissors and started randomly cutting everything we'd made. Oh, <laughs> oh was, no. It's just not pleasant. When you are attached to your particular toilet roll animal. <laughs> well, maybe that was just me. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. So, yeah. Yeah, there's always hazards, aren't there? <laughs> yeah. Oh well, well, we've got a lot of toilet roll, you know. Just make more, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just go to the toilet more. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But I guess, you know, um, it keeps them busy for a really long time and even going around on a giant massacre and killing all these animals, it, it keeps them busy. Wow. <laughs> Do they say, I'm bored? <laughs> yeah. So, perhaps for our listeners, we should explain. Between us, we have six children and that includes how many boys? I've got two boys. I've got one. And you've got one. So, we've got three boys and three girls yeah. between us. So, uh, Yeah. You, you went, yeah, you went on the whole violent boy. <laughs> I'm being very gendered, very typical here. Oh, no, because but. we get that at home as well. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> and it's not just the boy no, that's doing no, all this. No, yeah. Okay. yeah, actually, I, I retract that. That is totally untrue. My three-year-old, just turned three, daughter is as... Violent, can we say? <laughs> Violent seems a strong word, but as destructive as the boys. Yes, you're right. You know, sometimes I, I don't know, you know when kids do that, especially my kids, and I really hate it when, when, when kids, or not, not when kids do it, but when things get destroyed mm. in general. But I always just tell myself, you know, they're just curious. They just want to know <laughs> what happens when you tear the thing, or they just mm. want to know what happens when you push the blocks down or, or things like that, mm. so... I don't know, how do you deal with, you know, when, when, when someone just becomes super destructive? Yeah, it's, I know what you mean. And I, I think there's, there's a slight, <laughs> there's a slight perfectionist in me. So I like everything to be just so I've realized. And mm. I didn't realize I was so like that until I had children. And then 
you know, you get this two-year-old that is on a mission to destroy everything and just, like, is a tornado going <laughs> through the house um, on a warpath. <laughs> and then and then I just have to keep reminding myself that, like you say, it's curiosity, it's just that phase. Yeah. You know, they all, all three of my kids have gone through that destructive phase yeah. where it doesn't matter what you're building, it could be the most beautiful castle that yeah. you've spent ages building out of wooden blocks. Yeah. And within seconds, they're like... <laughs> destroying it it's completely gone (laughs) but it's a phase and they all go through that phase and then when they're out of that phase then you get this nice uh, part where they're destroying it and then rebuilding it Ah, and and then making something even better than what they've made before so I try to remind myself that yeah it's just a phase I remind myself of that for a lot of other things as well. Yeah. <laughs> but that it's just temporary. Yeah. It's just part of them growing up and, and yeah. understanding the world around them. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Just just last night, um my well, the boy was breaking something. What was that? It was one of the new toys and it, it he, he was just trying so hard to, to, to fix it and then it broke. And I was like, Look, it's broken now and he goes, Oh, okay. And then he puts it aside. And he goes and does something else. And I'm like, okay, so he just really wanted to break it. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> uh, what can you do? What can you do? So, um, well, I guess um, going back to circuit breaker, mm. have your kids complete. You know, did they say, I'm bored. Mommy, do something with me. Mommy, do something for me. Yeah. Did you get that a lot? I know, I know some yeah, parents did. Not, not a lot. Not a lot, sometimes. Um, and I think that was because, I don't know about you, but I kind of, as soon as we went into lockdown, I went into overcompensating because I, I foresaw, I could foresee that we were going to have a lot of that moaning and groaning. Because I have to say, before COVID, I was like one of those parents that would like take my kids out every day. And like it would be a good day if we'd done something, and that didn't that didn't mean that we'd have to spend a lot of money, but it was. I felt like they needed that outside time in yeah. order to be satisfied. Mm. Um, so when when I heard about lockdown, I already could see that these kids are really used to being outdoors and doing lots of different activities. So I've really got to step up now and. Mm go back to, to things my mum used to do because I grew up in the UK so mm-hmm. not like Singapore we could always go outside I mean yeah we have cold cold winters and yeah. it's just not possible to go out yeah. so a lot of our time was spent actually indoors in the house mm-hmm. with my mum interacting with us mm-hmm. so luckily I had that good role model so I knew of activities that I could do that I used to do as a child and it was quite nice to reconnect with those types of things with my own children yeah so you know I, I set up an art corner wow. I bought a lot more art supplies than I usually would yeah um yeah I mean we did all kinds of things we got the furniture <laughs> we have movable furniture so they get all like the oh, sofa wow. cushions out and the circular pillows that we've got some floor cushions and, and they build, like, these amazing vehicles, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and pretend they were going on a journey together and 
Then we made like some house and it, it had like separate rooms for different activities. Now I know why all these people were queuing up at IKEA. <laughs> you know, circuit just before circuit breaker, IKEA was just really crowded, yeah. right? Everyone was trying to get onto movable furniture. <laughs> yeah. For the lockdown. <laughs> Ready for the lockdown. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we just went back to basic. Yeah, and it got really creative, right? Yeah, really creative. What did yeah. you notice about your kids and in terms of creativity? Well, my kids were building. They were like, oh, let's make a new house. And they were using a lot of, I don't have that much furniture, but mm-hmm. I have a lot of like random pieces of yeah. things everywhere. And then, yeah, they were building things, building new houses. Mm-hmm. This is my house. That is your house. <laughs> oh, let's go visit. Oh, let's oh, cook something. Yeah. yeah. And um, they were really entertaining themselves a lot of the time. Um, it was a really weird period for me because um, a lot of my work got cancelled. Mm. So I was just, you know, okay, um, what do I do now? And I was doing, like like you say, overcompensating. So I was making, I was like cooking things, I was like making buns, I was trying to make bread, I was trying to make lots of things, I was making everything. And I, I told my kids right at the beginning, look, you know, when we go to the shop, um, when we go to the, I didn't I didn't go to the supermarket on the first or second day. So on the third day when I went, mm. everything was gone. <laughs> like literally everything was gone. And then when I I came back, I told the kids, you know what? This is real. Mm. There's like nothing at, at the supermarket. Mm. We're just gonna have to make do with what we have. Because my kids are used to getting practically everything. Like mm. you know what they want, they get, and that's my bad, obviously. Um and then, so we had that issue. So when I told them, you know, we just really have to make do. Thankfully, they got it. Um, and then, yeah, we just started making things. And then when they wanted a toy, they said, why don't we make something? Uh, Mommy, I want a space rocket. So we used the ice cream tubs and we made a little space rocket. Oh, nice. Yeah. And um, I, I did it first because mm. I believe in leading by example, right? So I did it and they, they watched and they were like, oh, wow. And then they started to make their own. Mm. Yeah. yeah, obviously not as nice as mine, but <laughs> <laughs> but still pretty good. <laughs> and I have to, I have to stop myself as well because I, I'm like you. I, I usually make the thing before they do it, as like uh-huh. an example, and then and then you can see your five year old going a completely different direction. <laughs> like there's a one voice in my head that's going, let him do that because he's exploring his own creativity. Yeah. <laughs> this is very important. And then there's the perfectionist side of me that's going, that paint is not the right colour and it's not really working with that. And you're not supposed to draw that shape in that way. <laughs> So it's like this constant like tussle between those two things. Oh, you will have you you have so much in common with my my eldest daughter. Oh yeah. Because as I was making the rocket, <laughs> mommy, the rocket needs stairs. Go make 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 the stairs. <laughs> Where's the door? The the door needs to be like around. Yeah. So I have this person telling me, okay, you have to do this, you have to do it. I'm like, yes, okay. So what do you want next? <laughs> So actually, it's not your example. It's, it's your daughter's yeah, it's, it's my example. I'm just the little minion, you know, doing the work. But that's really nice as well when the kids start to take initiative. So I notice yeah. that sometimes, like, my kids, I'd start off doing it. And then they'd, like, jump in. And then yeah. you end up creating something together. together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's nice. <sighs> um, and... And also another thing which we could, which I did with my kids was mm. the chalk drawing. And this is the key hack for this episode. Um, chalk drawings, it's amazing. Chalk isn't expensive. You can find it at, 
I believe you can find it at the supermarket as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you just bring them out. I'm sure a lot of people, um, you know, you would have like a pavement or like a lift landing or something, and they just go and draw. And, and, and that keeps them busy for a pretty long time. And the bonus is you get them to wash up after. So um, when I did that with my kids, we spent a good three hours of, you know, them just doing things and me just sitting there and watching them do <laughs> like, Yeah, go ahead. Mommy, can I draw her? Oh, go ahead. Can I draw her? Oh, go ahead. Just remember, you need to wash it off afterwards. <laughs> and that's called lazy parenting. Oh, yes. <laughs> and that's the best parenting. <laughs> it, it really is. <laughs> yeah, chalk drawing. Fantastic. Yeah, we, we did the same. And they have so much fun. Yeah. So much fun. And it's just so easy, simple and cheap. Yes. That's right. And the washing up after is also good, especially during this pandemic, right? Yeah. I got them to wash the lift the lift buttons as well. Oh so wow. Got extra clean, sanitized lift buttons. And your neighbours loved you for it. I well, I don't know. <laughs> I should have put a sticker there. Sanitized by Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Take the credit. <laughs> okay. That's great. That's a great hack. So our, our hack for today is chalk drawings. Yeah. Chalk drawing. Excellent. And floor scrubbing after that. Remember to look after the environment. If you draw on it, clean it up after. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Good point. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening. Okay, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Hello and welcome to Mum Hacks. 101. I'm Joanne. And I'm Lisa. In today's episode, we are going to talk about kids and the screen. Hmm. No. The dreaded screen. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, the kid's best friend and mom's worst friend. Yeah. Enemy, I think yeah. we could say. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> kid's best friend, parent's worst enemy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. How do you feel about the screen? I know this is a really heavy topic for you. It is. <laughs> it is. I have to admit, it is. Um, because it just it just causes so much stress, challenge, anxiety. Because I think I'm so aware as well that um, of the the health implications of having too much screen. Mm. So, but <laughs> I'm very aware also that the screen, the computer, the internet, the TV is such a big part. Of our lives yeah and we can't ignore it it's not going to go away we as parents are constantly on our mobile phones yeah um so it's like it it's it's the big elephant in the room it's like it's there and you know it's there and you use it so you can't deny it Mm. to your children but you're also aware that like for example my kids seven five and and just three um it's not good for them to be on the screen for long periods of time. Mm. Um, so how do we limit it? How do we get them to have a healthy relationship yeah. with this screen? Yes. That's always the challenge. And for me, it's like a, a day-to-day challenge. And we don't even have a TV, Joanne. <laughs> <laughs> so do they have... Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. You don't have a TV in your mm. living room. That's no. one of the things that I noticed when I came here for the mm. first time. And I told my husband, look, they have no TV. Why do we need our TV? Can we get rid of our TV? <laughs> yeah, but I'll let you into a secret. <laughs> now my husband is like, perhaps we should get a TV. <laughs> 
so oh. now we're like having that starting to have that conversation but I'm gonna probably dig my heels in on that one <laughs> <laughs> okay so if you don't have a tv right your kids are using what tablets uh, so I've got a laptop. In mm-hmm. fact, my laptop is in front of me now, and we've also got a big monitor that we use for work, and so that can get hooked up. And I say I don't have a TV, but that can act <laughs> as a TV. Yes, <laughs> exactly. It's a big monitor. <laughs> it's just not a TV, does it? <laughs> yeah, nowadays, you know, kids really don't need to watch like the, the traditional broadcast stuff. They, they watch things yeah. on, on the internet anyway. Um, so do they get, I mean, I'm just wondering because, um, my kids, they get collective screen time. Mm. So they have to discuss what they want to watch and they watch it together. They don't get, they don't get individual, Mm. like, you know, you get to use the iPad for half an hour. You get to use, um, the phone for half an hour. They don't get that. Mm. Um, what about you? Do your kids get like individual screen time? No, but I mean, my eldest one is seven, so... When he gets like work from school, which he has done in the past, more so in the past when we were in lockdown, mm. and so he was doing stuff online, wasn't going into physical school, then he was having that time. But that was that was made clear from the beginning that Musa is doing education on the screen and it will be for X amount of time. But generally speaking, the majority of the time, I would say 99.9% of the time, <laughs> they are watching something together. Oh, okay. And it's interesting that you say about that because I also start, it's kind of disappeared a bit now, but I was get, we were getting into a good routine of them rotating what we called the movie boss. Oh, the movie boss. Yeah. <laughs> so that child would be the person that decides what all of us watch. Okay. At one time. And so it was kind of, the the thinking behind it was that that would give them some, you know, responsibility and and it was shared because they were taking it in turns. Yeah. So one day it would be my eldest, the next day it would be the second one and the next day it would be the third one. And we had an agreement that if you were the movie boss, you chose that, that's what you watched. Ah, I see. And then we'd rotate it. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I mean, one thing, one thing good about this screen time thing is if they have only one screen to watch, um, I mean, with my kids, yeah, their negotiation skills, like within between themselves, they're mm. like, okay, let's let's watch this today. Yeah. Okay, why don't I watch one episode of Paw Patrol? You watch one episode of Shimmer and Shine. <laughs> yeah, and, and I I guess it. I mean, that's one of the pros. Like yeah. you know, they 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 work it out amongst mm. themselves. Um, it's one of the good things. But of course, we know there are a lot of negative things mm. uh, with watching TV. Like, you know, for example, our children mature enough to handle it. I think I think general um, broadcasts, like um, cartoons, mm. um, are still pretty okay. Yeah. But uh, YouTube is definitely, it's a big no-no in, in my household. Mm. Yeah, no YouTube. Uh, you're not going to, you know, get the iPad. You're not going to navigate around on your own. No. Um, that's definitely not allowed. Because there's just so much things on the internet these days, you never know what they're going to pick up. Mm. Although they do have like the kid friendly oh, yeah, version of of YouTube. Yes. So we have we have been using that in the past. But to be honest with you, we we use Netflix. So I have Netflix. We only have one account. Um but on that there's like 
mummy's account uh-huh. <laughs> and then there's kids yeah. and so they only have access to those like uh-huh. cartoons animations yeah. kid-friendly movies and things yeah. like that so we, i can monitor what they're they're watching yeah i think it's i think for media like if it's curated mm. and we know what they're watching and we're giving them good quality things i think it can serve a pretty good purpose i do believe that they can learn a lot of um new and interesting things from watching yeah yeah um but then again that leads me to you know the online challenges or the like the bad language mm. or like certain things um for example some things which i totally don't understand um the unboxing of toys <laughs> not not the unboxing of toys um, but like the i don't know there's these videos that and then oh, the kid yeah. just opens yeah. up the and then surprise it's got a lot of wrapping, like it's like layers and layers yeah. of yeah. I know it, what you mean. Yeah, I, I've, I've, I found my smallest one. Yeah. Discovering that sometimes, oh. and and that's quite unnerving because I'm like, well, and it holds her attention, which I find amazing. Like as an <laughs> adult, I'm thinking, where are we going with this? This is really boring. I mean, how interesting is it watching someone just unwrap? Yeah, something it's so strange, I, it's very weird. <laughs> um, so yeah, that 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 concerns me because it's like. You know, what is the, the quality... I would question the quality <laughs> of content there. What are they actually getting from that? Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and like you mentioned to me before about these online challenges, which I have to say I'm not so aware of. Yeah. Only the ice bucket one, yeah. I remember. But those kind of things are really dangerous. Yeah, like the ice bucket, the tight pods, like the swinging... They have a lot of different fancy names, you know. Yeah. It all sounds very cool. And that's the problem, right? Because mm. when a kid sees it, and then they go, oh, look, it's such a cool thing. So many people are doing it. Um, why don't I try it for myself too? It looks fun. And then, you know, you never know if they yeah. end up getting hurt. And they don't really realise the consequences. Yeah, that's true. Although I, I have to say, I'm <laughs> pretty strict with what's watched in this household. So that yeah. they wouldn't... I, I, don't, I don't think that they would come across that Mm-hmm. easily that's right that's that, that's true um but in case they do like so my my, my question is always mm. how mature are our kids like how do we define like how do we know if they are mature enough to handle all this are they able to make a rational decision when they watch something like that and know that you know okay this is safe this is unsafe i'm not gonna do it mm. So what do you think would be a good age? I mean, I don't know for myself either, but mm. I did um, read up on some articles and that age was 18 years old. <laughs> 18? Yes. So, so You've so, got 11 years more. I've got a whole 17 years more. <laughs> to go to protect our little ones from all of this. That's massive, isn't it? That's a massive pressure on Yeah, but on that's parents. the thing, you see. So they say that, you know, a human's brain isn't fully developed until they're 18 years old. And that's why 18 years old is the age where a child becomes an adult, right? Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Although sometimes I forget my seven-year-old is a seven-year-old. <laughs> because some things he comes out with is very mature for yeah. his age. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, of course, I wouldn't let him watch... Um, like dangerous or, or or obscene or offensive yeah. stuff on the uh, internet. So I think there are there are things that are you know parent safe apps that you can use. 
Yes. Um, but also, I think it's what, what I try to do is, is be there. I don't just let my kids wander off into separate rooms with mm. with screens. Yeah. Um, and in that way, I'm. What do you call those parents that are like always on? Is it what's it? Helicopter. helicopter? Helicopter. I'm a bit. I'm a bit of a helicopter parent when it comes yeah. to like. What are you doing? What yeah. are you watching? What yeah, are you? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm constantly <laughs> like. Okay, that looks like it's changed. What have you changed it to? <laughs> and then also interacting with them after it. So not just letting yep. them watch. I mean, I have to say I'm not always doing this, but I try to, when they've watched something, have a conversation about it. Like, okay, you watched this story. Uh, what was that? Yep. What did you learn from it? What yeah. were the characters like? Who was your favourite? Yeah. Like, have some kind of conversation from it. Yeah, I think that is... That's probably one of the best way to go about screen time, you know, like actually communicating with your children about what's going on the screen. Mm. Yeah. And just being near, like physically near. Yeah. And letting them know that you're you're still there, you're monitoring. Yeah. It, it's right. not something that is just freely given. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> actually, one of the ways um, that you can you can kind of um, uh, I guess um, manage this is also to ensure that like. All technological devices, like, you know, your phones or whatever, are always in a central location in the house. That's something that I read up on. Mm. So it's, it's, you know, if you want to use the computer, if you want to use um, your phone or whatever, it always has to be where we can all see it. See it, yeah. Yeah, and these are for, um, obviously for the older kids. I mean, both the older and the younger mm. kids, but for older kids that are doing work on their own, um, I think... One good tip would be to ensure that, you know, there's somewhere where we can see, as mm. opposed to, you know, I'm sitting in my room doing my work on my computer, but, you know, never, you never know what they're doing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So my, my oldest one, actually, my seven-year-old, he sometimes does do a bit of sneaky sneaking, what I call sneaking around. <laughs> so, so kind of takes his laptop. And the reason he has his own computer is because of schoolwork. Yeah. He's, he's, he's required sometimes to do homework online. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'll just he'll go very quiet <laughs> and the, the door will suddenly close oh. and we know that he's gone and opened his computer and he's starting to so having that conversation around being honest and open about what you're doing and also highlighting to him like the benefits and the not so good things about being oh. on the computer screen. Like for your, I've talked to him about his eyes yeah. a lot. I've talked to him about the safety of the internet yeah. as well. I mean, at seven. That's at seven, and yeah. I, and some people might think, oh gosh, that's really young to be talking about those things. But it's, it's not really because yeah. we are all on our computers all of the time. Yeah. I think those conversations need to start as early as they are getting it. Yeah. I mean, if they are allowed to go on the internet, they need to know things like that. They mm. need to know that, you know, it's not healthy for you. I'm pretty factual with my kids about the health issues. Mm. Like I tell them, you know, mommy doesn't want to let you watch. Um, there's a reason why I'm not letting you watch too much TV mm. because it's, it's not good for you. It's unhealthy for you. Just like how having too much sugar is bad for your health. Yeah. Um, having too much green time is bad for your health. And mm. I think once they understand that, it makes it so much easier to mm. deny them you know, limitless screen time. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, also, using the screens to distract or soothe your kids. This for the younger ones. Yeah. Sometimes you know you're outside and I see the the kid in a stroller with the with the phone, mm. 
And um, I mean, I know, you know, parents probably have had a hard day at work or something. Mm. Sometimes it's just, you know, um, and, and the thing about our society here in Singapore is mm. that people can be pretty um, impatient towards children. Mm. Like they are intolerant, sorry. Intolerant to children crying and mm. stuff like that. So I think a lot of parents are just like, oh, okay, just to stop the kid from crying, I'm just going to pass him my phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've been in situations where, you know, you've got this screaming child and you know, you're on a bus and it's full and... Every, all eyes are watching you and it's yeah. a really stressful environment and yeah. it, the easiest thing the quick fix is to get get the phone out it's yeah. just just to get you over that that journey to yeah. back home and then you can take the, the phone away but once you start that it's really really difficult to break yeah. that habit and that that's the the downside of of using phones and screens to soothe yeah um there's like the quick fix. It's the quick fix, yeah. Um, but there's also the long-term consequence mm. because then every time your kid, you know, has a meltdown or is unhappy about something, they expect they expect to be given this mm. to help calm themselves down. And yeah. then what happens when you don't have a phone with you or you don't have your iPad or whatever? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, that's really a thing. Like, um, I was out once with my kid. I just let my lazy parenting, right? I just let my kid cry. I'm just like, you know what, whatever, you know. I said, no, you know, go ahead and cry kind of thing. I'm not going give to you, give you the screen just to, to quieten you down. And this lady actually came up to me and she was like, just give him your phone, just give him your phone. The one of the aunties, you know, just give him your phone. Otherwise, he's not crying. It's not good. Not, go, not good to let children cry too much. And I'm like, what? Not good to let children cry too much. <laughs> um, Okay. <laughs> Wow, yeah, that's uh, that was quite brave. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a normal, I mean, how else can, can children communicate with you? Uh, that's how they communicate, especially yeah. if they're like three and below, they're like... Yeah, and uh, they need to learn how to self-soothe, right? Yeah. And I think we just need to give them that time and space to, to be able to do that instead mm. of just, you know, oh, you're crying, oh, stop crying, here, here's your, here's your, here's your cure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like a pacifier. It's acting as a pacifier. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's another episode with pacifiers. <laughs> and how do you feel about like ebooks and stuff like that? I know during um, Circuit Breaker, suddenly um, a lot of apps started popping up on mm. on my phone. Mm. I don't know if happened to you. Ebooks keep your child busy with these audiobooks <laughs> or um, <laughs> ebooks <laughs> and uh, e library. Yeah. Great marketing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> uh, well, having said stop, having said that, there are certain ones that I have used in the past. Mm-hmm that both my two boys got quite into. Mm. Um, one of them was recommended to me, I think it was Oxford Owl, and it's like a website where it's lots of books and it's all categorised by age. Oh. And it's the actual book that you see on the screen and then they can click and turn the pages. If they're not of a reading level age, you can switch on the audio and it reads it to you. Um and then even some of them are accompanied by like, questions, comprehension questions. Ah, okay. So I found that one quite nice. And mm. it also sparked the interest of my second son, mm. uh, who is not a great reader. He's not particularly excited about reading or books in general. 
But that at least got him interested in yeah. following along. And what was good about that was my eldest son, who can read, was reading to him. Aww. So it was something they could do together. Yeah. And so I think some e-books are nice like that, mm-hmm. um, but not too much. But also we're a household that has lots and lots of books mm. um, and they're on show and yeah. they're accessible to my kids all the time. So, you know, every night I read to them. Yeah. Um, so that they're used to having those books, the physical books as well. Yeah. In fact, um, for my kids, because we have we very, very limited screen time, right? Mm. And um, I would never trade in books for um, screen. Yeah. So we've got loads of books. And like my, my kids, when especially my second one, whenever he's having a meltdown, I just throw a bunch of books in front of him. Mm. And then he just sits there and he reads quietly. Yeah. And it calms him down. Yeah. So books can do that exact mm. same thing, which, which, I don't know, iPads or... or yeah, or that's true. Yeah. That's true. And so, I think if you get the books accessible, like physically yeah. accessible to them, because we have like this bookshelf that's a bit lower than yeah. normal in our living room. And so my, my daughter, my three-year-old, she can just... Pick out, she can move it and she can pick what she wants. And yeah. as you say, at the end of like choosing all these books, they're all covered the rug in the living room. Yeah. And if my son is around and sees my daughter picking up and trying to read, then he'll join in as well. So it has like that domino effect. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it actually makes me really happy whenever I, like, I come home and I see books strewn yeah. all over the floor. I love it. I yeah. Love it. And even toys. I mean, yeah, it's messy, but... Yeah, toys but it, it and just, books all over the rug. Yeah, it just shows that the kids are doing things. It's a good day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a good day. That's a good day. <laughs> actually, that's what my mum... It's reminded me, actually, of what my mum used to say. So when you go into a house, if you visit somebody's house, the child, if it's really messy and there's loads of toys and books everywhere, that's really good. That means that family is really communicating. They've got lots of activities. Yeah. They're really engaged. Yeah. If you go to a house that's spotless, there's a red flag. <laughs> there's something going on. Because yep. if they've got kids and their house is flawless, <laughs> you know what, what are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> that that is very true. Like one of my mottos ever since I became a parent was like messy house and happy kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. So anyway, um, it's time for our key hack of the day. Yep. Um, if you can't, oh, what's that word? If you can't beat them, no. If you can't beat them, join, join them. them. Yeah. yeah. If you can't beat them and join them, right? So if you really, really have no choice but to let your kids have screen time, mm. um, there is this app called the Plano app. So it works really well. Um, it focuses on ensuring that your kids have good habits when they're using screen time. So there's a time limit to how much time to yeah, to how much time your child is using mm. um, the screen for. And it also ensures that your child is holding the screen at a position that is not going to spoil his eyes too much. It's like optimal position. At mm. which, so you know how some children are looking at it really, yeah, close really and close. they spoil their eyesight, mm. right? Um, and the great thing about it is that it encourages children to to use these good habits. And every time the child kind of like okay puts down the phone and follows all the, the the cues that this app is giving, they get points. And then you can collect these points and exchange it for an experience like an ice skating experience or like free tickets to the zoo mm. or things like that. So it, it's a pretty cool app. You can try it. It's called Plano App. P L A N O. Excellent. Thanks very much. Yeah, it's a great hack today.
Thank you for joining us today. See you in the next app. See you. Bye-bye.